to the Football Drop Podcast. Here We're we live, are. the FDP. FDP. How's it going? How is it going? How is it going? What's a question that is, mate? How's it going for you? Been a bit of an eventful week for us both, I think, isn't it? It has, to be honest, I don't want to make this about me because, you know, that's not what I'm about. But yesterday was probably the most stressful day of my entire existence. <laughs> I've never known someone to be so have sympathy nerves for someone else. <laughs> I think that's the only it way was, it can be described is sympathy nerves. It was sympathy nerves. There was a little bit of selfishness in there where I was actually worried about my duties uh, as... Uh, Oh, I was going to say something then, but that was presumptuous. Uh, as as your mate, Ooh, I, was, I know you're uh... going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I I had a big thing yesterday, but it's not all about me, as I say, which is unusual for me to say. Come on, mate, tell us what happened. I got engaged yesterday. I asked the general <laughs> to marry me. Thank you, thank you very much. Congratulations, mate. Thank you, thank you. Um, it still feels a bit surreal. I won't lie. Yeah, oh mate, I'm so bit. buzzing for you, genuinely, so buzzing for you, I'm so happy for you. Cheers mate, She. Um, so I've only been home barely an hour, uh, we've literally scoffed dinner down, she said, hello my fiancé, how are you today my fiancé, how's work today my fiancé, I've made you dinner fiancé, how's dinner fiancé, about 18 <laughs> times bless her, and it's really oh, sweet, but I've mugged her off literally 24 hours after we've got engaged to record a podcast with you um, and about I would say within 10 minutes of her saying yes I then met you for a pint <laughs> I know honestly oh mate I felt so bad because it's such a yeah it's such a nice thing to be a part of and I want to be a part of it and I want to be there and I want to be all up in both your grills being like beauties <laughs> but both at the same time, I feel like I need to, I need to leave you alone a little bit as well. But no, I mean, I was so happy for you. But yeah, I, I had the honour of uh, of recording the moment, which was a big responsibility. And uh, and I and I hopefully hopefully it's alright. Hopefully I've lived up to that. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. It, it didn't come out as clear as we wanted, but that's my fault no. because it was too dark. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was just... <laughs> Like the, the thing is brilliant, and I'm glad that we've actually got a video of it to remember us by, and remember like the actual evening itself. So I, honestly, I can't thank you enough for for doing it. Um, but it's one of those. If you want to kind of capture the moment and capture that perfect moment, you need a professional photographer to do that sort of shit. And obviously, we're, I mean, clearly from the video that we're we're putting out, obviously we're we're you know pros. I know that, but not necessarily at yeah. night time. That's the only key that, difference, really. The difficulty is so. <laughs> so you you proposed to her under the lighthouse where you had your first date, if I'm 
Is that right? Uh, no, well, sort of, yes. We had our first date at the Arch Bar, but we walked to the lighthouse, I think it was on my birthday, but it was just quite a nice walk, and we just like had a really nice okay. day there. But obviously it overlooks the Arch so Bar, had... overlooks the harbour, and you know that's obviously the, the sort of sentimental side for us. Yeah. Okay, fair, fair enough. So so there's me thinking, right, he's he's getting engaged underneath a lighthouse. Light will not be an issue. Mm. That's the darkest lighthouse I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. It should he, be called a lighthouse. It should be a non-lighthouse, a dark house. It's, it should be a dark, a dark house. Dark house, yeah. Yeah, it, um, <laughs> that was the part that didn't quite go according to plan. And literally, the reason it didn't is because Laura did not stop talking shit when we was at the Arch Bar. <laughs> and I've never known her yeah. to take so long drinking a drink. I know. And you think you had problems, right? So, you know, I don't want to make it all about me, as I've said. <laughs> but I'm stood opposite, right? And and I, and I want to get I want to get a good angle because I need to get as close as I can get. The lights dipping. I'm panicking that I've missed you. I'm panicking that you know you're going to do it. You're going to propose to her in some other location, and I'm going to miss it. Like I'm going to be the wrong side or something like you know. You know I've got all these sorts going, in. and then I'm like I'm very aware that I'm right outside a restaurant, and it's sort of caught, where I was stood was kind of cordoned off, so I was a bit worried that there might be somebody who cut like um. I'm halfway through recording, and this bloke comes out. He's like, "Oi, get off my land, you fucking prick!" Like, or something like that. And I'm like, "Oh, fucking hell! I'm just record. I'm just recording, mate." Like, I didn't want any of that sort of shit. <laughs> but I also was conscious that you're the other side, and I didn't want Laura to be like, "Why is Will perving on us over there? That's weird." <laughs> so then I'm trying to, I'm trying to blend in. And then I see these buckets that I assume have fish in them. So I'm like stood there pretending to like work in this. Are you shitting me? I think me? it's a brasserie, isn't it? Nah, I was there like trying to, like I was just, I had the buckets and I'm like just hoping that if Laura sees me, she's not going to recognise me because I'll be working. I was going to ask, then, like, who, are you, who are you pretending to work in front of? We're like you and 50 metres across the water. Laura yeah, can barely know, see I... her hand in front of her face. <laughs> Let alone yeah, see you at night. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of any of that. I was just getting worried. And then I was getting worried that the camera might pick me up, fucking about with their buckets, and they'll be like, what is this prick doing? So <laughs> then I went to hide behind a wall, <laughs> and then I noticed that there's about what? four people just stood there watching me. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> so... I then just I then just stand by the cages and just record and think well if if Laura sees me then Laura sees me because I've made a complete cunt of myself if I'm completely honest. Mate, I didn't realise how traumatic the night was for you. It was it was fucking horrendous. I, I, <laughs> I apologise, but I appreciate the, the difficulties that you faced, the challenges you overcome today or well, yesterday. Sorry, well done. Fine. Honestly, thank you. Man. No, 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 honestly, it was it. No, it was a complete honour to be a part of it. I am grateful for you asking me. I love you both. I wish you nothing but happiness, love, respect, and a lifetime of all of that as well. Oh, thank you, mate. No, it means a lot. It does mean a lot. But yeah, it's uh, yes, it's still a bit surreal, still uh, sinking in. But it was um, yeah, it it was nice. 
It was a lovely experience. She's happy. She loves the ring. Um, and I think that's the main thing, as long as she's happy. And obviously it's bought me a night to do a podcast, so that's even better. So here we are. Result. Here How we are. Was so congratulations. Your yeah. weekend, Will. Because I, I I feel like there's a story or two that you need to share. And I don't know if any eagle eyed viewers on YouTube will have noticed the difference around your chops. Yeah, you you've taken great delight, haven't you, in <laughs> in chucking me under said bus for the second week in a row. I hasten to add. Yeah. I hasten yes. to add. So I went and had my barnet chopped and I there was it, it was it was the So it was the same like I went back to the same So it was the same barber that i've been to a couple of times it, w- it was a different it was a different guy but the same place and this is where you go wrong like, before hang on hang on i know we've, no, we've all know, said yeah. the listeners have written in they have told you when you go to a barber you go to the same barber well yeah and listen and and have an haven't I learned my lesson? So the hair's not too bad. Actually, I'm quite happy with the way he's cut my hair. The hair is all right. It was when he went to the beard. Now, my beard is very... I've grown very attached to my beard. <laughs> and I like it in a certain way. Mm. Yeah. What I asked for... So for the, for the camera, and I asked for there to be a line from, like, the top of my ear down to, like, the top of my mouth, kind of thing so it's all so it's tri- like smart but as you will see and as i will explain he's gone down and then are, are like around to the bottom of where my mustache ends and actually oh mate i might so, even have to mute my microphone at this point to get through this story so just to <clears> add <throat> i said yeah just go straight down there and he said, what, both sides? Right? That should have been that should have been the warning that I took to be like, yeah, this guy ain't doing it. This guy shouldn't do it. I should just back out right this second. So I said, yeah, both sides. Right? So then he started... <laughs> so he start. He's got the razor, and he's got. He's two-handed on the razor as well. Like I, I've never seen that before. He's two-handed on the razor, and he he gets a bit. Yeah, he was pissed, I think. So he gets a bit. He gets a bit close, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe he's just gonna blend it all in. Maybe it's just gonna be a little bit shorter than I wanted. That'd be alright. I'll grow back. Not a problem. Um. And then, and then, like I don't know if you can like, but like here, that is thick. That is really thin. That doesn't that doesn't match up. So my moustache is uneven uh, as it goes down the side of my mouth, which is just like horrendously bad. And he says to me, "Do you want any of the length taken off of the beard?" No. That's my answer. No. 
So he trims my beard nicely for me and makes it a lot shorter than I wanted. And then I asked him to line it up along the bottom. And I'm going to put my neck up now. And Ben's going to laugh even more. Are you ready? It's not straight. It's like cut in, and it kind of goes straight, and then around towards my chin, and then back out again. Oh so I've been walking around. Stop it. <laughs> I've been walking around for four days with this monstrosity of a face, and then the beard doesn't improve it. Oh and then what's even worse? Is where he's cut it so low, I've got an ingrown hair that I can't fucking get out. Do you, <laughs> do you know what? That story tops off an engagement. I'm glad you find it funny. I, I'm still, to this day, I am still fuming about it. Like, I... Uh, Everything what I asked was him the text to do, you sent me today? I've got to see this. Oh, dear. Yeah. Excuse me. Everything I asked him to do, he just... Did you just burn? I did, yeah. It came out, I was <laughs> laughing so much, you've been gassy. Everything I asked him to do, he just seemed to do the complete opposite. And... It's terrible. I'm still... <laughs> I'm still more angry than I've ever been about anything ever in my life. And there was a couple of words after. There was a couple of things after that as well, wasn't it? There was. I didn't want to say that on the pod, but if you're happy to, I'll read uh, that as crack well. On, mate. Yeah, yeah. So crack I'm still more angry than I ever been than I have ever been about anything ever, and I've been cheated on twice. <laughs> 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 so, listeners, viewers, I'm sure you can feel. <laughs> And I'm glad I've been really supportive throughout this traumatic experience. Oh, mate, yeah. I rang you afterwards to tell you, you went, hang on, ended the call, and video called me back just so you could see it and laughed at me <laughs> yeah. for 10 minutes. 100%. What I don't understand is why you didn't video call me to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> because it looks like this. And then I think I looked up and you went, mate, it's not even straight along the... I, that was the it's just the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> was the gift that keeps on giving because you didn't notice that bit it was only I don't know what you're doing I think you're looking up at something or looked up at the ceiling or whatever and I was like um hang on <laughs> mate <laughs> have a look <laughs> look underneath you know you were pissed off <laughs> to be even more pissed off oh my god oh, what it's just a, horrendous what a story what a story so, I've got a question for you. <clears throat> Go on. And this will make a little bit sense to what just happened prior to us uh, jumping on air. So, uh, so, the question is, in Canada, they have the largest beavers in a town called Beaver Town. Now, can you answer the question of how tall or how big do these beavers grow? So how Four tall? foot, eight foot, fourteen foot, or eighteen foot. A beaver. A beaver. 
I'm going to say, what was the option? 4-8? Four, 4-8, eight? Four, eight, 14 or 18. I'm going to say no more than 8, surely. It's a beaver. Yeah. 18 feet they can grow up to. Sorry? 18 feet. So my joke to Selge was, <clears throat> still smaller than yours. Such a loser. <laughs> I know. An 18-inch long beaver. Foot. Foot. foot sorry, 18-foot long beaver, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, meant to, isn't it? That's a big beaver. That's a huge... That's a three-man job beaver. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> well, for you, it's... Well... <laughs> Can't can't compute that on here. Here we go. Need a here break. We to here we go. Um, here we go. <clears throat> just the one because you're fucking hung like a donkey, mate. That's why. Uh, yeah. You thank you. Got Very you good. Back, right? Very good. Well done. Yeah. Nice one. Oh my god. Not bad. Do, can you do me a favour before we move on? God. Just look up for us. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> It really is the gift that keeps on giving. Whenever I'm sad, so I'm just going to look at that picture and it's going to just cheer me up. <laughs> you will have to... Uh, so, so two things, actually, <clears throat> to pull you up on here. Uh, the first thing was you promised Wednesday morning you'd put the picture of the dribble up on our socials. You, you oh, didn't I that. did. So, um, and you could also put up a picture of that as well if you really want to um but also we oh, had some feedback about you at the weekend didn't we did we and your french knowledge ah oh, yeah hang on it wasn't just mine hang on i was doubtful about what you were saying but you but you so what's your motto in life i don't have a motto you fucking do what's your motto in life I don't know what you mean mate not a clue. Say something with so much conviction <laughs> that people will believe it. <clears throat> I, I may have may have said something like that before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah so maybe. you did that maybe. to me. You said it with so much conviction that in was it Euro sixteen that France won Euro sixteen or something like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, which was Portugal. It was Portugal. Um, yeah. That was Portugal. But yeah, you you told me with so much conviction that I just went yeah, and I, but I think I was still like oh, that doesn't sound right. But you seem very confident, so yeah, sure. So this is why I'm putting <laughs> it all on you, bro. Okay, yeah, fair. I I will accept that. I'll take that on the chin. Sorry, guys, I messed up. I did mess up. You know, I stick true to stay true to my values, and I will always be truthful. And open and stick to my guns. So I apologise. I'll own up to my mistakes. And we'll move on to the news, shall we? Let's move on to the news, yeah. Jaden Sancho's done in trouble. <laughs> I feel sorry for Jaden Sancho. I, do you know what? I did. I did until I started reading into this more. Like, he's been there for three years now. Ten Hag sent him away last season, even though they had fixture congestions and crap like that, and they were desperate for players, so he could get himself yep. fit, get himself in the right headspace and whatever it was. 
so he can really make make a difference for United season. And he's basically just gone. See ya. Yeah, I mean, I've got a theory if you'd like to hear it. Mate, I love a theory. Go on. So, from my experience, my extensive experience, you have various types of people, and I think footballing is is a sport where you have a general theme of, I'm the manager, I tell you what to do, you do as I say, if you don't, I'm going to shout at you. And I'm gonna yeah. and I'm gonna embarrass you and I'm gonna criticize you and I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm gonna just gonna treat you like absolute shit because that will G you up into where you need to into where I want you to be. That will get you motivated. But there are people who don't take kindly to that. So you've got Eric Ten Hag, similar you know, similar to Alex Ferguson, similar to um Dyche, all all of those sort of managers who come in, shout at you, for, you know, the hairdryer treatment, we hear about it. Jaden Sancho doesn't need that. His confidence is low. What he needs is a man manager, someone like Hodgson, yeah. like Wenger, like Arteta, to be being nice to him, being like, come on, you've got this, you've got this, Let's, you, you can do this. Massaging his ego, doing what needs to do to get him to where he needs to be. Ten Hag is the wrong manager for Sancho at this moment to get his confidence up and get him where he needs to be. So <clears> I agree... <throat> To a certain extent, we say, Sancho, yeah, he has been... Uh, Ten Hag has done that, and his patience is probably wearing thin. But to call him out like he did ain't going to get Sancho playing well. That That's Sancho's Manchester United career over under Ten Hag, I think, unless something miraculous happens, which could happen. But <clears throat> That's a really good theory. I, I, I get the logic behind that. Yeah, I can understand that. Um, but I, I think I do agree with you in the sense of, yeah, I think he's over his, his United career. Unless he apologises, eats some humble pie and says, yeah, look, sorry, boss. I'll, you know, I'll apologise and I'll pull my finger out and start training properly. But I don't see him doing it. He was in New York a couple of weeks ago. In nightclubs and stuff in New I, York. Like, I, don't think, I don't think he'll do it. I think he'll probably enjoy this season with the hope that Manchester, Manchester United do a bit shit and Ten Hag's off. He gets the boot because then he's got then he's got an opportunity to prove himself against another manager. He'll likely outlast Ten Hag. That is a, that is, that is very likely to happen. Yeah, I mean, if if their season keeps going the way they've started, it is still early days, granted, but you know, they've not had the best start, yeah. have they? Not at all. No, they've been they've been awful. To be completely honest, they have been awful. They have been awful. Not not. Not as bad as a certain blue team in London, but no. you know they've been awful. They've been awful, and I think Poch is under pressure. I know it's early days, but he does not look comfortable. He does not sound comfortable in all his press conferences. And a little fun stat is if they don't score tomorrow, which is Wednesday when it's actually released against Brighton, I think they're playing. They won't have a goal of the month for September. It's mad. We'll come, we'll come on to that anyway. has scored more goals since his Premier League debut than Chelsea have in that time. Fucking hell, that's mental status. That's insane, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's mad. <clears throat> that's the bit of news that I know, mate. Anything from you? Uh, only something that, that caught my eye, really. It's been quite a, quite a week, I think, in terms of news from... 
from what I recall, anyway. So, just something that caught my eye was Andros Townsend, who is looking for a club. Um, he's 32 years old. You know, he's still got it. I didn't realise he was so. He was he was basically looking for houses and schools in Burnley, but they pulled the plug because they wanted a younger team, younger players coming in. They didn't think that having him as you know that older player would be the right thing to do for them so they put they called time on it he's been to turkey like guaranteed deals in turkey guaranteed deals in in saudi no, none of them have come off and he's he's clubless and it's like what does he do now like he's put himself out there and then you know it just got it just got me thinking of like the pressure and the life of a footballer and how how much stress that must put on you I mean, the poor guy is training with Tottenham under 18s. Like, I couldn't think of anything worse for him. Um, but you know, I just yeah, I, it was just I just thought it was quite interesting how somebody of that caliber just isn't being picked up by by a team. Like, they're, they're probably the lower league teams who will try and snap him up. But you know, and he's not the worst player in the world. But is it also down to his wage demands? Well, it could be that as well, and he's yeah. obviously not going to go into that. But if you're a if you're a Sheffield United, say for example, you know, similar to what Luton did with Ross Barkley, could Andros Townsend be somebody good to come into that Sheffield United team, just for the experience as a squad player, just a bit of rotation, yeah. just a bit of experience, and you know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's it could be. Yeah, it could be, but he's not won anything. He's not exactly played in. Big successful teams or anything, he's floating around for a while and been bit part players. I think if you're going to get someone in, you would have got someone like Milner. He's been there. He's won things. He's a proper leader and he properly leads by example. Townsend is very hit and miss, very hot. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. But what does he bring in terms of that? Just that experience of, because you know he's been in relegation battles. He's been. He's been here, yeah, there, and everywhere, yeah. and I don't just mean I don't just mean Townsend. It, you know, for for Sheffield, it it could have been it could have been a whole host of players. He he it just it just piqued my interest really. Of oh, okay, what, wonder why that was. Wonder, you know. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's a good point. It's a good point. It kind of ties into that whole whole sort of mental health piece. Also, we touched on a few weeks back with Johnny as well. You know, mental health and football and things like that. It's that comes into it and comes into play for sure. Yeah, if you're going to rub sticks, move his mm-hmm. family, he's got to be in the right move. There's a lot of things that, as sort of regular Joe fans, we don't really think about as often. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he's interesting. I'll just, you know. I wonder if he's going to come out and talk about his mental health as well, which would be quite quite interesting to hear and, you know, talk about that, like you say. Um, but, yeah, so my final piece of news, which I think is a bit of good news... It's a bit of personal FDP news, isn't it? It is gone. Take it away, my friend. You've been working hard. <laughs> well, we we have managed to negotiate ourselves onto an American radio station. Uh, so hopefully you've managed to get this far through this this episode because you'll be listening to it uh, as it as it comes out on a Sunday. So welcome if you are a new listener it's good to have you welcome to our podcast welcome, uh, slash radio show um, that sounds cool doesn't it that does doesn't it that does sound really sound good cool. yeah i'm buzzing for that um we need to get so, an yeah, on-air I mean, sign in here don't we 
Or when, when we do the office and the studio next door, we need to get an on-air sign. What a good yeah. idea, mate. Yes. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely buzzing to get feedback. So... Do you want to give us a shout? Do you want to give a shout out to our socials, Benji? Yeah, just let us know. Um, we every week we always put a poll. So if you're listening on, uh, listening on Spotify, for example, and guys uh, get in touch on Spotify. If not, email us directly. Football drop podcast at hotmail.com. Let us know any queries, any questions, any feedback. Always appreciated. Um, if not, check us out on all the socials. We do our little blurb. We'll play it during the break, so you know everything about it yeah um so if you're interested if you don't if you don't listen on the radio and you're interested um just to see it's heart of the streets radio tv um it brings all the latest hot music from underground to mainstream showcases to visual uh so you can find them on youtube um you can find them on vozcast um, and also on their website, heartofthestreetsradiotv.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, here at the Football Drop Podcast, we'd love to hear all your comments, feedback, and funny stories. If you'd like us to share them on the pod, please email us at footballdroppodcast at hotmail.com. Thank you. Okay, so people in America who are buzzing to find out what this podcast is all about, ideally needs to, wants to have a little talk about the Premier League. So should we go into that? Yeah, why not? Why not? Where do we start, William? Because I'll be honest, I've been a bit preoccupied this weekend. So I'm a little bit... Probably a little bit more useless than normal, which is difficult uh, when it comes to yeah, the analysis side. Just for this week, though, there's a there's a legitimate reason. There is a legitimate reason. I was laughing. I'm just going to wet my whistle too much. I'm just just going to wet my whistle because I feel like I'm going to be doing a lot of talking. Then, how how much football have you watched over this weekend? None. Did you not? Right. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if you'd said something. I was like, did I? No, I heard. Did, I thought, like, none. None okay. at all. We'll just none do a whistle all. stop tour. We'll just do a whistle stop tour, you know. Welcome, America. This is this is the kind of quality that you get. <laughs> it will get better, guys. I promise. I promise. It will get better. Uh, okay, so should, we, should we start with Burnley Man United? Yes. Um... So uh, Fernandez scored. Other than that, there wasn't too much going on, really. But what a goal that was from Bruno Fernandez! Um, it was it was Van Persie esque, really. The way the ball sort of 
came over and he hit it. He hit it with his right, so not quite the same. But yeah, it was such a good goal set up by Johnny Evans, which was Mate, random. Johnny Evans is their unsung hero this season, though. They would have been yeah, absolutely really... knackered without him. They would have had to start Harry Maguire. Well, yeah, well, he actually scored for them. It was it was offside, uh, judged by VAR to be offside. So, so he didn't score for him. Well, he did. He got the ball in the back of the net. But he, he didn't score for them, though. No. Um, but I mean, but I think Burnley did okay in terms of how they played. They had more possession. They had more shots. Uh, same amount on target. So, you know, overall. I think Burnley did really well. They play some really, really good football, actually. Um, I was quite impressed with them. The, the, the way they sort of pass and move, they mm. attack in, in numbers. I was I was quite impressed with them. Um, yeah, a bit more Man sign United. of them doing well now, though, and actually putting up a bit they of a fight in the Prem. Because they've not started well, have they? Uh, not really. I think their problems lie in their attacking. They need to score more goals. Um that that's that's where it is. Better defense. They could they could tighten up defensively. Of course, they're shipping in a few goals, but they yeah. definitely need to start scoring now. Fair enough. Uh, the next game is Everton Brentford. So quite a bit of a shocker this one, to be honest with you, mate. Um, it was uh, a good opening goal from Decore. Brentford's defense just wasn't was a bit leaky, I'll be honest. Um, Tarkovsky was very, very good, set up the first goal, scored the second, um, and then a rare goal from Calvert-Lewin, quite a nice little finish for him uh, after Beto had, uh, had had come off. But he, he looks good. Beto, Danjuma, Decore, if Calvert-Lewin's got a bit of confidence in him now, this this could be the turn for Everton season, you know? Yeah, I'll... Uh, I'll... Wait and see, I think, with Everton. <clears throat> Calvert-Lewin will get injured again in a couple of games. And then uh, back to yeah, but that, again. I, I think he'll probably... I think this could be his last season at um, Everton. I think, you know, randomly, probably Fulham would put in a, a, a deal for him, you know, like they did with Jimenez or something like that. Yeah, that was a weird uh, thing, uh, Actually, yeah, really weird. Um, so... Uh, Manchester City beat Nottingham Forest 2-0. Um, bit of a standard game, really. Uh, Rodri got sent off. Yes. Which... He misses the Arsenal game. He does. Um, I thought it was pretty obvious for me. Um, but yeah, it could be costly because he is he is a very, very good player. Um, Gibbs White so I don't, I don't know if you've heard but Gibbs White had a bit of a square I don't really know what it was about he had a bit of a square up with Rodri Rodri put his hands around his throat mm. and then he sort of um, just then, then then I think as Rodri went to hold his hand up again he just fell over so yeah it was a bit it was a bit bit of one of them um I've got that one bang on, by the way. I smashed you with the predictions this Oh, weekend. mate, don't, I don't even want to talk about them this weekend. I was fuming. 
Absolutely. Is it fourteen four? I think it finished. Fourteen four. Something like twelve four. Something like that. I, I smashed the shit out of you, mate. I think it was thirteen four. Give me some credit. Okay, thirteen. All right, thirteen. Luton and thirteen five, mate. Luton and Wolves. All right, mate. Keep interrupting. Fucking hell. Luton and Wolves drew one. Well, the thing is, I didn't want to. Oh, sorry, you're going. (laughs) Fulham (laughs) drew nil nil. So, you know, not too much to talk about there, really. Uh, Big London, North London derby, Arsenal Tottenham. Bit disappointed with that uh, result. I feel like have had Jesus have put the ball away when he was he was in on goal after snatching the ball from Madison. I felt like Saka let Madison go yeah. uh, quite easily for the first goal, um, and Jorginho, God knows what he was doing. Oh mate, I've um, seen this one. I've actually seen like obviously I had to watch the highlights of our game and oh, like, Jorginho, man. Like, he, he wouldn't have come on anyway if Rice wasn't injured. No. But it, it just kind of, for me, raises that um, depth, squad depth kind of questions again. Yeah, I mean, you can't, yeah. Because he's made a few errors now since we signed him. I know what you mean. Um, but overall, it was a good game, entertaining game. I think anyone could have won that in the end there. I think it was quite close. Tottenham, Tottenham went really close to winning that game. Yeah. Uh, but Arsenal could have wrapped it up well in advance. So, yeah, good, good one. Uh, Brighton beat Bournemouth 3-1. Um, uh, Kirk has own goal. And then Matoma got a couple. Slanky got, got the first one uh, of the game. Uh, not too bad. They obviously Brighton lost in midweek uh, against Athens, so you know they looked a bit sluggish then. But uh, yeah, not too, not quite a good result for them. Chelsea, man, Chelsea just could not put the ball in the back of the net. Mudrick played quite well. Um, I thought the red card was a strange one for me. I can see why it was a red, but it it was one of those. So it's for Jackson, isn't it? No, it was Gusto. Oh, my um, Yeah, it was a... Uh, <laughs> I love it when you do that. <laughs> it was... Um, <laughs> it was Just showing off my knowledge. Uh, in, <laughs> I know, yeah, it really makes me laugh. You do it all the time. Um, it, was, it was just a funny one. It, it could have it been a, a dang, it was It was a dangerous, bad... Just the timing was shit on D- Digne. Uh so yeah I don't know it, it was it was a funny one I could I could see that like if you look at the Enketia one on the keeper I thought that was a red all day long and then this one thought I don't know Sh- should it have been a red I don't know um but anyway mm. Ollie Watkins then banged in a in a in a good goal uh second attempt but yeah good goal um I think that's the first goal he scored this season isn't it Ollie Watkins yeah, first um, or second, yeah. So, yeah, Chelsea, shocking. They need They're to. They need to get better up front. They are in trouble. Big trouble. Big but trouble, interestingly, yeah. I mean, you mentioned it. I think you mentioned two or three weeks in a row now. Mudrick is actually playing well. He just doesn't have that person in the box to to get on the end of his passes, his crosses, or whatever it may be. But even you know, put a great ball into Jackson. 
at the weekend, and and he and he, and he fucked it. It's it's just it's just the same old thing. They got they got these great wingmen, but they they just haven't they're just lacking something in the middle. Mm. Um, you know, Raheem Sterling, Mudrick, they've got they've got the wingers, just no one in there banging in the goals. Uh, maybe when Nkunku comes back, it that could be the difference. I, I honestly don't know. Uh, Liverpool beat West Ham three one. Uh, I love a smash that pen in. They do love a three-one win. I think I predicted that as well. I've got that one bang on. But you yeah, know, right. who's who's listening? No, uh, right Nunes was great. He's he's a real fan favourite, isn't he, Nunes? Um, he stepped up. But West Ham played really well, and I f- I feel like you know I feel out like Antonio had a couple that he could have scored. Bowen had a couple that he could have scored. That game honestly could have gone either way. West Ham have really stepped it up this season. The the, the win. The, the Conference League win has really boosted them, I think. So, fair play to them. They were unlucky to be. They were unlucky to lose three-one. Uh, I thought they were better than that, but you know that's the name of the game, isn't it? That's the name of the game. Now, if you're going to play a game of football and you have different scorers for every single goal, you wouldn't expect to have eight different scorers in one game would you no no i wouldn't no i wouldn't especially for the same team mate newcastle blew sheffield united away eight no nil one. away from home I know. no one would have expected that like even if you're a better uh, man you still wouldn't have put a couple of quid on that there's no way at bramall lane but but also right when New, Newcastle could have had, like Callum Wilson could have had a Hattie, mate. He could have, it could have been double figures. Genuinely, yeah. it was, it was mental the amount of goals that were put away. They just walked through the middle of the pitch. Really, it was, it was embarrassing. Sheffield United. If I mean, I don't know if Higginbottom will last. No. Higginbottom, sorry, will last. But. <laughs> Yeah, I don't Mental think he game. stands a chance of surviving the season. Nah, Even in the press conference, they asked, like, oh, do you think your job's under pressure? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm the wrong man to talk to. Don't ask me. Don't ask me. I'm the wrong person. It's like, no, yeah, I, he's I get it. He's guy, obviously worrying. He? He's a bit panicking. Um, I mean, I, I would be too if I was on, on the back of an 8 year drumming yeah, at home. But at everything home. is shit with them. I've seen some yeah, of the clips on, good. Uh, on Facebook and... I mean, the goalie was just just at fault for a few of them as well. Just he should be doing better with at least half of those. Wrong position. Yeah, I don't defenders know. Defenders weren't uh, helping him. To be fair, but he needs to command that. I felt a bit sorry for him actually because yeah, he could have done better. Um, but I mean, so yeah, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But that, that was shit. They, I think they had yeah. nine injuries though. Nine players out. Uh, for injury wow. and suspension and stuff, but you know that that's that's just poor management. It was so poor. Uh, Trippier hat trick of um, assists, which was good for him. Now, just going back to the Arsenal game. So, handball for the pen. You know, it's one of those. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. You shouldn't go up your hand anymore. No. But <laughs> Gordon, <laughs> his goal. Was like, bosh, off his hand, cross the ball in, go. <laughs> and I'm like, 
should that count? No. no uh, it, it did, like, it crossed the way because he didn't score from it. So let's move on because we're going to run out of time otherwise because I know you need to get going. Um, I just want to run through a few of the results. Uh, so let me go back. So Real Madrid beat Sociedad 2-1 a couple, uh, couple of days ago, a few, uh, last week. Um, what else do we have? We've got Barcelona and Celta Vigo. Five-goal thriller, 3-2 to Barcelona. Atletico Madrid won the Madrid derby at the weekend, beat Real 3-1. Um, so that does change up a little bit. So Barcelona, Girona, randomly. Real Madrid and Bilbao are in the top half. Um, the Serie A. So just a few of those. Roma beat Empoli 7-0 a couple of weekends ago. Wow. Uh, Inter Milan beat AC Milan 5-1, which was huge result for them. Sasula at the weekend beat Juve 4-2. Yes. Um, and we have at the top of the table Inter Milan followed by Juventus, AC Milan and Lecce. Um, and then at the bottom we've got Empoli. You keep going to a blur. and Udinese. Sorry, mate. <laughs> thank you for thank you for telling me. Uh, in Bundesliga, so we had Leipzig beat Augsburg three 0 Dortmund one away at Freiburg four two. Um, Heidenheim beat Werder Bremen four two. Oh, Bayern yeah. Munich beat Bochum seven 0 Heidenheim beat our team, but Heidenheim is our new team. I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah, I know, it's weird. But they did lose against Leverkusen 4-1, Heidenheim. Um, so, the table stands. Guess what? Barcelona top. Uh, Leverkusen second. Stuttgart Hang third. On. Barcelona are top in the Bundesliga. Bayern Munich. Wow. Sorry, Bayern Munich. I am just trying to whiz through this. Um little bit of uh, news so uh, Saudi Pro League um, Al Ittihad sitting top Al Hilal are second Al Tawan are third at the bottom you've got Al Riyadh Al Hazim and Al Raid um, so yeah it's uh, Al Nasir in fifth you know interesting little fifth. league that actually it's, uh, yeah Interesting, interesting, interesting. I've had to fly through that because we need to go, don't we? We do, unfortunately. We do. Um, but thank you. We'll be back better next week. We'll be back in the same room next week. It'll be so much better next week. Back again. I can't wait. Back again. Bear with us, America. Bear with us. <laughs> no, cheers, mate, as always. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Speak to you soon. Cheers, guys. Take care. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please give us five star on your podcast provider, whatever one that may be, and help us hashtag drop the pod.